Hi guys, I'm Chris Burns. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is Everyone's Gay. Mm-hmm. And today we have special guest, host of the Beyond podcast and comedian, Mike Kelton. <laughs> I'm instanting. Instanting. He's imme- he stepped into the office and immediately pulled out his phone for Instagram, <laughs> which is what we Pe- want. People come here for the content and that's about it. And we it's know all about content. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I do want to say I'm really... Uh, Grateful you guys brought me on. Thank you oh, for having yeah. me Thank on. Thank you so much for coming. I'm glad it worked out. We're I'm, grateful. We I'm were happy. talking about your pod today. Yeah, it made made Chris cry. I did cry. <gasps> it made you me cried? a little emo. I yeah, I felt the I felt the emotion. Um Elise, who uh works with us, loves your podcast. <sighs> She, she also said she cried. She, yeah. She oh. also, like, if you, like, post something on Instagram, like, the other day, I guess she posted a video of, like, an orb or something. Oh, there's, in the haunting episode, there's, like, an orb, which is, like, the spirit of this old lady. Yeah. And I posted it. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, my God, look at this. And she was like, it's crazy. Wait, you could see the orb? Oh, this is the fucking craziest part. Wait, before we talk about this, we should okay. probably talk about yeah, what Tell us about your is. podcast a little okay. bit, please. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Before we jump to literally yeah. the best part, <laughs> the floating spirit in the haunting episode. Um. So I spoiler alert. <laughs> oh yeah, like God. it's real. It goes surreal. Um, so my podcast is I've always been obsessed with, and I think a lot of queer people are, but I've always been obsessed with like uh, witchcraft, uh, mm-hmm. ghost stories. Uh, Same. I didn't realize it was a queer like stereotype until you said it on the thing, and I was like, oh, is that a queer yeah. thing? I mean, we all love Stevie Nicks and witches. I guess and that's charmed. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, the more I thought about it, like people X-Men, I think is a similar type of mm-hmm. genre where anyone who was felt like an outcast, but the thing that made them different ended up being their power mm-hmm. is a queer narrative in general. Oh it's yeah. It's like, true. Mm-hmm. you make fun of me, but actually watch me soar, bitch. Yeah. It's kind of like <laughs> gay people and witches. And yeah. yeah, yeah. And we are witches. Yes. I mean, we have a podcast about being gay. We wouldn't have it if we weren't. Witches. weren't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, so we put a spell to get a podcast. Yeah, exactly. No, but I did listen to the witch episode and was literally thinking of all the things. I'm like, should I see a witch about this? Should I see a witch for this? Should I see a witch about that? Okay, so tell us literally a why not. Okay, no, no, it's fine. So I've always been obsessed with this stuff, and I find it very fascinating, and have found myself feeling insecure about sharing my love of you know astrology or interest in witchcraft or any of that stuff my whole life until I've had three or four drinks with people Mm -hmm. and then I am like my guard is down and I'm like okay let me tell you this story where I think my grandfather's spirit visited me the night he passed away while I was in college which Mm -hmm. is fucking insane it's truly insane and then I share the story and then what I found with truly everyone that I've had this kind of like fun night with is they end up sharing a story Mm. and so I think starting this podcast was after that's happened so many times I'm like you know what I feel like more people are into this stuff than they allude to and people are so quick in the comedy space to make fun of astrology or any, or any of that stuff like it's bullshit and so I've always felt a little bit nervous in the comedy scene and UCB scene to like yeah. really open up about my spirituality and Come then people yeah. just make fun of everything it's yes. sometimes like They're to present as not worst. jaded <laughs> about <Yes>. things <laughs> is like like I feel like sometimes I personally will pretend to be over something even though I'm like mm-hmm. like for example the holidays for a long time I like <laughs> acted like I hated because I felt like it was my brand to hate them yeah but I'm a fucking bitch for Christmas yes and you know what <laughs> we love Christmas I, like, love I Christmas. live for it I, I like, live for it give honestly, me a Mariah truly. Carey Christmas all fucking year mm-hmm. it's fun it's honestly easier to be on board with stuff like I yeah. found with it's easier to be like let's just see if we probably will love it it's harder to be like fuck this fuck this and yeah, there are things we I, should be like fuck this i 100%. yeah but when i find something i hate i love to hate it 
Yeah, it's like there's nothing so there's mm-hmm. nothing better than hating something that you like love Bethany to hate it. or yeah. Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. You know, Bethany or Trump, I'm okay with hating. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm 100 oh, no, on board. With- I know I just lost some people, but like I'm on board with hating Bethany. Yeah, <laughs> no, I feel like we've probably retained everyone listening. Yeah. Um, um, I that's how I feel. I was actually just talking about Netflix original movies because there's mm-hmm. so many that are so awful. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I just like I will watch them because I hate them. And a friend of mine and I will literally like get together just to watch this terrible. Like I watched this horrible movie and texted her last night, being like, "You have to watch this movie. It's fucking awful. You're gonna love it." <laughs> Changed my life. Um, I, I mean, I just love the Kardashians, but that's not. I don't really hate them. Mm-hmm. I don't have any TV shows that I watch like that. I don't really hate love any TV shows. The Bachelor fucking sucks, but I watch it because I feel like I have to. No, it just sucks. It's yeah. I, the Bachelor. I recently was watching Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, because my friend Will Steven, it's like he's mm-hmm. one of his favorite shows, and they DVR it. DVR it, and I was like, this is the best show on TV. <laughs> it's truly amazing. Oh, that's what, I'm like. I would never want to be on The Bachelor, but put me on Bachelor in Paradise yes. any fucking day of the week. Uh-huh. Because at least they have a sense of humor about how fucking insane it is. I'm literally yeah. looking behind you at a Bachelor in Paradise <gasps> tweet that's framed on the wall. And you know what? That's the universe. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> um, well, we have a lot of Bachelor content here. I don't know. We have, <laughs> a, we have, a, we have, a, we have a podcast called The Bachelor. So. Oh. It's, well, it's, a, good, it's a good title, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, finish telling us about the pod that we keep okay. interrupting you about. No, Sorry. I love it. I love it. This is like part of it. So... So it's really like my deep dive into this world. And the kind of conceit of season one is I try and solve real life issues via supernatural means. So I consulted with a medium to see if the story that I told about my grandfather was bullshit or Mm -hmm. like if he actually visited me. Met with a witch, called a witch to see if she could solve my dog's aggression issues. Don't want to give you spoilers, but it didn't work. Um, (laughs) uh, Three, like uh, what was the, oh, past life regression therapist. So my mom and I have this like, very codependent relationship uh-huh. she also got divorced when i was in college and so i was kind of became her therapist growing up and i think it's as that narrative is similar in a lot of moms and gay kids yes. to gay gay boys yeah but um we met with a past life regression therapist to see if my mom was actually my daughter in a past life <sighs> um episode three wait for it it's truly insane it's not out yet i skipped it, around it is it is it is out uh, okay episode three. but the crazy part about the past life episode is that kind of started my journey into doing this podcast because i you know had those things where people would be like oh i have a story like that which made me feel less alone and then i went to a past life regression session two years ago my manager got me a birthday it was my birthday gift two years ago and so i went and I was like into it, but also was like, I don't fucking know. I expected yeah. a lady with like beaded curtains and incense to be like overwhelming me. And then I got to this lady's apartment on the Upper West Side. It was like a nice doorman building with like West Elm furniture. And I was like, okay, we can hang. I was like, <laughs> oh, we love it. And then she took me through this whole process and it was like therapy. And I remembered being a flapper in the Roaring Twenties <gasps> who like fucked all these guys in a bar. That's amazing. And then I ended up being married to my current boyfriend and we had three kids and I remembered my mom being our daughter and she died early on because she had a sickness. It was like a whole fucking oh my God, thing. What? It's truly insane. Uh, but I really, like I, that's what happened when I was taken under hypnosis that's what i remembered oh my it god that said, is so cool. they said that your current boyfriend was your husband back then mm-hmm. and, you, and were, you were a female flapper female flapper uh-huh. who fucked a bunch of men oh i was all that's I like kept the best past life that i know that's so like fun. what i wish I, yeah exactly. i feel like i'm gonna go and be like no you worked at walmart <laughs> and <laughs> like that's it you were the same person 
And then you settled down and married your current husband uh-huh. in your past life? Oh, that's so nice. Current boyfriend. Yeah, current boyfriend, past life husband. Yeah. And I would just be like, so no need for us to get married now. Like, we already we did already it. We already did it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. We had the three kids. <laughs> and then the crazy part is Andrew's like really a skeptic with all this stuff. But I talk about it so much that he kind of went to the past life. Andrew's your therapist. boyfriend? Yes. Yeah. He kind of went to shut me up in a way. Uh-huh. And then when he went... <laughs> He remembered the same life <gasps> in like a totally different way at like a totally different parts of our life. And he didn't, he didn't want to remember that. Like he didn't go into yeah. it being like, I want Mike to be validated. Yeah. He kind of was like, I want, I want to debunk Mike. Him, yeah. <laughs> but he was like, I remembered it. And he remembered my mom being our daughter. And so the whole episode is about my mom. And then she goes at the end and gets a past life regression session. Oh wow! I, I'm literally mm-hmm. gonna listen to that I, one. The yeah, me too. Her. I'm like that, that. See, I like I, I I approach each thing with a grain of salt. Like I will like never like be like no, I'm not. I don't believe in this. Like going mm-hmm. into anything, um, I, the past life thing is something I can kind of subscribe to a little easier than like for ghosts. Mm-hmm. I guess. See the for ghosts i do believe in hard like for sure it was the witchcraft one that i was like oh maybe i don't know Mm -hmm. um but it seemed to work for the lisa p lisa p Mm -hmm. yeah that was wild can i let you know a secret on this podcast so only people know if they listen here Mm -hmm. that's not her real name we had to change the name for the pod. Ooh. So all I'll tell you is... I had a feeling that Lisa P... I just had too much gay fun with it. I was like, Lisa P! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was like. This sounds like too... Yep. I had a feeling. Also, was that Aileen Clark that was the friend? Yep. Yes. I, I was like, that sounds like... Mm-hmm. But I think you even I think I said... Name. I did say, yeah. But I didn't her. put two and two together. Um, so we both listened to the Medium episode mm-hmm. earlier. Um, can you tell us a little backstory about that one? I want to I wanna know more, and I want them to know. Yeah, we want sure. them to know what they're Describe. getting themselves yeah. into. So I think we, that was going into it, we wanted to do Past Lives as the first episode. But after we did the Medium episode, it, it shook me so much mm-hmm. in like a weird emotional way that I was like, I think that's probably the best first episode. Because usually when people go to podcasts, they'll end up listening to the first one. Yeah. And... I have always had the story about my grandfather that I've told at like open mic storytelling shows in New York and I've told friends after, you know, drinking a bunch and it's kind of my ghost story, right? It's yeah. like my personal ghost story. And basically long story, I won't tell you the full thing cause it's too long, but like basically my grandfather was in hospice care when I was a sophomore at school and at the university of Michigan. And I lived in a off campus, one bedroom, tiny shitty apartment at the top of this old house and i went to bed one night and woke up three times to hearing like actual things happening into my in my apartment and i just thought i was like someone had broken in because it actually happens a lot on college campuses and there had been many break-ins recently and the third time i woke up i felt (laughs) it sounds crazy but i felt like a cool rush of like air go into my body and then i felt a squeeze in the back of my shoulders and I didn't hear anything, mm-hmm. but I just knew that it was my grandfather. And I just was like totally cool with it. Almost like, you know, in um, Men in Black, when they like erase people's memory and they're just like, okay with everything that just happened. Yeah. It was kind of like that, but I knew what had happened. Mm-hmm. And I just went back to bed being like, okay, that was grandpa. And he said goodbye. And then I called my dad in the morning and my dad was like, grandpa passed away in the middle of the night last night. Wow. And so... 
I've always thought that was crazy and shook my belief system, I guess. It's and so crazy that you told your dad first that that happened. And then, like, that's the, so crazy. Because it's that, so, like... That's what shook me. That's why I was crying. It's supposed to yeah. be a comedy podcast, which is actually not. Like, it. we went into a thing. It was, it was a comedy podcast, but it's not really. It's funny because yeah. I, I think life is funny, but it's not, yeah. like, truly a comedy podcast. Mm-hmm. But... We put that first because it shook me so much and it was very emotional. And like you said, you cried. Yeah. And like, I cried. I was crying yeah. because th- there's no way that this medium knew what I said. But why the fuck did he go, am I location? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, what? Well, the story I cried the whole, yeah. the Chinese man. And uh-huh. you're, well, I, 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 first of all, I love your relationship with your dad. Oh, okay. It's so sweet and makes me like sad and jealous of my own life. But that's yeah. oh. not here nor there. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll save that for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, that was really sweet to hear as well, and his story about the the Chinese man. That when he's that's like, when I started. Well, bawling. he was mm-hmm. like, he's like, well, what about the um, Chinese guy? I was like, uh oh, he's about to say something racist, mm-hmm. and then he didn't. It was no. actually nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like long yeah. story short, this Mike's dad tells a story of when his grandfather was passing. He like talked about seeing this Chinese man that was reading a psalm to him basically mm-hmm. and my grandfather wasn't really religious at all so we, yeah. we thought he was like playing a prank on us or something yeah mm-hmm. and then he it was so like i can't you just have to listen to it i don't even want to spoil it for these people like you have to go listen yeah. to it because i need you to have the moment i ha- had <laughs> when it happened yeah because like when when the um medium says that like when the medium's like he's an angel i was like (laughs) (laughs) and that's how we felt i mean if you my dad in we're sitting at like a table like this recording it and my dad's face i will never forget it he was like holy shit it's almost like everything he believed in was then like was he a skeptic going into it or was he like open to the idea i wouldn't say skeptic but my dad's a uh medical malpractice defense attorney so he's a very logical Mm. man who's Uh like educated and has like a job and his job is to based on facts prove that doctors are innocent so like his whole life is surrounded with history he's a he's a history buff he loves facts and science Mm -hmm. blah blah blah. so he's not a skeptic per se but he was also like this could all be bullshit going into it and that's why it was really emotional because he it's almost like his entire belief system was like opened up in a Mm -hmm. way during that session that's, yeah. I literally was listening. I was like, I have to take my mom to like <laughs> see it. Uh, well, like you were saying about like your podcast turning into something that you didn't expect. I feel like you never really have, like, you, you have an idea for something. Yeah. Like, I think we thought this was going to be more like funny and about like sex and dating. Yeah. But then it turned into people like writing us questions, like seriously, mm-hmm. like dramatic things happening in their yeah. lives. And then I'm like kind of upset like, half yeah. the time I'm doing it, but it's fine. It's great. That's what I think. If the people hosting a podcast are funny, then it's like still a comedy podcast. It's okay. If I, it's not the, yeah, exactly. I agree. And I also think right now it's helpful for people to feel seen and talk about real issues um, in a way that there is light. Like you guys bring a, a sense of like a lightness to heavy topics mm-hmm. because you are the people you are where if you weren't, it would be, it would be too hard to listen to yeah. where yeah. that's what people need right now. So I think it's always a response of like what people need is what you will give them. That's how, well, I mean, that's the same. I feel with your pod is that like, if you were a really heavy person that was like dark uh-huh. and the, Oh yeah. It'd be unbearable. The production yeah. of <laughs> it, would it, be unbearable. it would be like, yeah. Too, yeah, exactly. It's totally just like a, um, do you, what do you think of Teresa Caputo? I uh, long Island medium. 
If for oh, those who so, don't know. Oh, I'm so sorry. I literally was thinking of Housewives because we were just talking no, about. Oh yeah. Um, Wouldn't it be um, funny yeah, if that Teresa was Brian? I was just like, what do you think of <laughs> Teresa Judice? I thought it was a real question. I was ready to answer it. <laughs> to I really be fair, was, like, we were talking like, about um, her before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Teresa Caputo, I do believe has a gift, uh-huh. and I think that for this purposes of TV, because I've also been exploring this as a TV show with a couple like production companies and people try and like bastardize ideas for the purposes of selling it as a yeah. TV show. So I think they play into like the shtick of her yeah. a lot where I do think she has a gift. And I do think a lot of people have the gift actually. Like what I'm learning with this podcast is it's not just like some people are magical. It's we all have the capabilities to like uh, be empaths or feel people's yeah, emotions yeah. or tap into something else. But I think she's really talented at it. And, um, I don't know. I hope that we're ready for more of an open-minded, less sticky version of that show yeah. moving forward. Uh, but I, I like her and I think she's interesting and my mom's from Long Island. So it's like, it feels like very accessible. To yeah. Me. I feel the same way. My mom, my mom's from Long Island as well. And that was my big thing. And also I got, I would watch like, so my friend passed away and then I, I got really into Long Island medium and I would just like mm-hmm. sit there and cry. It was actually very like, nice cathartic yeah it was it was like actually like helpful even if it wasn't like necessarily (laughs) correct if that i think people deal with grief in very different ways and i think grief is something that you can't know what it's going to be like until you experience it yeah and um a friend of mine just lost a friend i'm sorry that you lost your friend too i know it's like not something like (laughs) like you needed that but like i am sorry that you lost your friend thank you and my good friend who i used to work with at mtv just lost her friend um and she says that like she's she's dealing with a type of like sadness that she didn't know was possible yes and that type of thing you cannot prepare yourself for yeah and i think knowing that mediumship exists or knowing that you can connect or there's some type of greater purpose and it's not just like we're here for some nothingness Mm -hmm. and then we die just feels a little bit more hopeful yeah. in general yeah. about the existence of human beings. Well, yeah, I remember like after that, I like, cause like, like what you said, your friend was experiencing like sadness on a whole mm-hmm. other level before that, I would be like, Oh, I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm sad. And it'd be like for no reason. And obviously people have depression and I'm not like dismissing, dismissing like the way I was feeling at the times before that. But the, to compare the amount of sadness and grief felt at that point, so ever since then, this was like, I was 21, so this is like five years ago. Um, ever since then, I can like rationalize my sadness. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm like, totally. oh, like mm-hmm. I'm actually not that sad. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling this way because of this and this mm-hmm. and this. As opposed to before, it was also, it was just, I felt like the world was coming down. Uh-huh. Totally. But um, what that's you my, my best friend from like growing up forever, her boyfriend and her broke up and like two months later he lost his battle with depression and she like is still so strong about it all the time and it's been like years and she's totally fine and i'll find myself like complaining to her about things and i'm like what the fuck i'm like and she doesn't ever like make you feel bad about it or anything but it's Mm -hmm. like it is crazy how um different people deal with grief in a different way where she's like at peace it seems and I don't know. And what it takes for someone to get yeah. there is always interesting. I also had someone, so in the, to bring, in an insane way to bring that back to my podcast um, <laughs> about your friend losing a friend to a depression, there is, in the haunting episode, we learned 
through Asa came back and was like part of that episode, we learned that an ex-employee of the owner of Cure Thrift Shop, Liz, um, had taken his own life. Mm. And we learned about, through what Asa was picking up, we learned about his struggle with depression and addiction and schizophrenia, literally through sitting in a circle like oh, at wow. Cure Thrift Shop. And releasing that episode was t- tough. We were trying to like find the balance of like, entertainment and also respect and also storytelling and so we put a disclaimer in there of like if this is a trigger for you we just want to give you the time code of what you can skip to and i had a friend reach out to me and say that that episode was actually very cathartic for her because she lost her boyfriend to depression as well and she said that in some ways it it was it allowed her or reminded her to remember the best parts of him and not the way that he was towards the end of his yeah, life. Yeah. Um, I know this is like such a big thing to talk about. I'm trying like to say it in a quicker way. It's like very difficult. Yeah. I'm like doing a Ted talk in like a second, but like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying though, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to get to our listener question, yeah. which is to about lighten things up. Yeah, like, about Jesus Christ. Oh, oh my God. Truly, to really lighten things up. Cause this question about like fucking crazy. and stuff. But uh, first we're going to take a quick break. With Thanksgiving coming up, Betches has found an incredible way to give back, and we want to help coordinate our community to become more aware around this incredible cause. Garland Benson is on a mission to save his sister, Christiane, by funding a treatment for her and other kids with a fatal and rare condition called Batten disease. What is Batten disease? Batten disease is a rare, fatal, inherited disorder of the nervous system that typically begins in childhood. The first symptom is usually progressive vision loss in previously healthy children, followed by personality changes, behavioral problems, and slow learning. Seizures commonly appear within two to four years of vision loss. However, seizures and psychosis can appear at any time during the course of disease. Progressive loss of motor functions, movement, speech, start with clumsiness, stumbling, and Parkinson-like symptoms. Eventually, those affected become wheelchair-bound, are bedridden, and die prematurely. Yeah. Oof. He's reached... He's already reached over $400,000 towards his goal of raising $1 million by December 2018. All he needs is 100,000 people to donate $10 to help his sister and reach his goal. To learn more and watch his video, visit www.beyondbatten.org backslash hero. Or, and, or text HERO to 501-501 to donate $10. Or you can do both. Yeah, be a fucking hero. Yeah, be a hero. God. Everyone's Gay is also brought to you by Scentbird. Radio Voice is back. Too straight. Have you ever had someone come up to you and say, you smell amazing. What are you wearing? Whether it's Gucci, Prada, Versace, you have good taste and you know what you like. I do. But your great taste is expensive. True. And you end up with a shelf full of half-used bottles. Also true. But I found a way to have a great taste and save some moolah. Yes, I'm very poor. <laughs> Scentbird.com keeps me smelling good month after month. I love wearing cologne because whenever I smell a guy that smells good, I want to have sex with him immediately. Oh, yeah. So I always spray myself with a little bit of Prada on my oh. chest because I know when people hug me, then they smell the Prada and they think of the devil. Oh, that's good. And that's the vibe I want to get. I use the Tom Ford actually because it makes me feel a little expensive and maybe I'll marry a rich man someday. You oh, know? true. So Scentbird has 450 designer brands and you choose one every month. 
wow that's crazy yeah and they'll send you a 30-day supply that's 120 sprays so you always smell amazing that's why i use scentbird.com and free shipping all the time wow which is crazy so with this exclusive offer you'll get like 50 percent off your first month today that's only 750 for your first cologne that's s-c-e-n-t bird.com slash gay g-a-y sign on smell great oh <laughs> And we're back. Okay, so back to... So we'll do our listener question now. Um, this is from... I don't know. How, how would you say that? Jacquino. 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 It's clearly Jacquino. A, a Finsta, which is a fake Insta, if you did not know. I do, because my dad's wife's... My dad's... Oh, my God. Girlfriend's daughters have Finstas. Okay. Yeah, it's a young people You thing. know, I love Finstas because I feel like it makes people follow you more or more likely to follow you because they don't care about who they follow you on their mm-hmm. Finsta. Anyways. I accidentally followed someone's Finsta, and I was like, this bitch is fucking so annoying. She's just posting constant random shit, mm-hmm. and then I realized it was a Finsta. A Finsta. Okay, anyways, here we go. You got finsted. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys. I have a question I think you'll find interesting. I'm a gay man in my early 20s, and I think I'm decently hot. Okay. (laughs) I really enjoy That means I think I'm really hot. (laughs) I really enjoy sharing this with other people, perhaps too much. Here's the deal. Most days, I spend up to an hour and a half sexting dudes. Which means four hours. Mm -hmm. Most of them dudes whose Instagram DMs I slid into and one thing leads to another. Does everyone do this or am I crazy? Am I a compulsive masturbator? Do I just need to chill and get a fucking hobby? What do we think? I have a long-term boyfriend and our sex life is great. He does this shit too, though I'm not sure to what degree. We both get off on knowing other guys appreciate us. Also... I can easily get off without someone watching me, so it ain't that. Am I crazy? Please advise. Heart J. Ending that with please advise is... Um. <laughs> yes, it's truly insane. Uh, hey, Margaret, let's meet in the conference room. Please advise <laughs> on my masturbating. <laughs> well, like, so is he saying that he ends up hooking up with these people? No, I think he's saying that they, like, send each other videos and stuff. Oh, Okay. Um, is what I gather. Although the last sentence, although I can easily get off without someone watching me, so it ain't that. Is like, is he, is he saying that he, he just jerks off while people watch him? Oh, maybe that. Maybe that. Maybe, maybe he's they like jerk a off. cam girl. Yeah, like videos to each other. Cam boy. And he said I, one thing leads to another, so like that kind of leaves it open. But then the end to me makes me think that this person is is sliding into people's DMs and then maybe video chatting while he jerks off. Okay, let's leave it there so we get that. Okay. Um, do I need to just chill and get a fucking hobby? I mean, probably. It sounds like... <laughs> I don't know. You, Everyone needs a hobby. It does sound like you have a lot of free time. The fact yeah. that he's masturbating so much and also has a good sex life. I'm like, I barely have time yeah. to like... Uh, I know jerk off in the shower I think so I think because you're in your early 20s I say keep doing what you're doing and enjoy it knowing it's gonna end (laughs) (laughs) to enjoy it now and then it's probably gonna end if you you, you have a boyfriend (laughs) and he's cool with it and he's doing the same thing then who cares then you guys have an open relationship and that's part of your truth and that's great and don't it feels like the fact that you're sending this message means you feel shameful about it and I think digging into why you feel shameful about it is really yeah. your big issue here. Yeah. I mean, or maybe this is all a setup and he's like getting off on us it talking does, about no, it. it. <laughs> you are, maybe he's drinking off right now listening to us talk about Honestly, it. Honestly, so, I hope you are. I, I just, hope you uh, come now. <laughs> I just don't want to yuck your yum, you know? And uh-huh. it seems like if you like this, then then go for it. Like, who cares? And as long as you're not 
hurting anyone's yeah, and feelings. And if they're watching, it sounds like they're having a good time as well. The only thing, like, like, like what you said, it seems like he has a problem with it. He's probably dealing with some maybe internalized homophobia, which mm-hmm. I think everyone probably does. Yeah, in our generation. In Hopefully our generation. that ends soon. Yeah. But I do think that whenever you, you know, when we like ask someone like, is it, is this okay? Or is this like, are you, I keep burping because I'm. I need you to know I'm literally drinking a coffee and rosé. Yeah, <laughs> like, yep, of course. But at the same just, time, um, it's yeah. blended. Uh, hashtag batches. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, truly, this office is run on coffee and rosé. Um, so I, I feel like there's something that you're not dealing with that is like this message, unless you just wanted to be on the podcast and thought this would be something that would catch your guys's attention. Yeah. Which, in which good or. job. Good job. Either or. Yeah. Yeah. Also, your picture. Is this the picture? This is Alyssa Esworth Edwards in this picture. Oh, I was going to say, if this is your picture, I'd, it's so small I can't really tell. Is that? I would be like, I oh, you're is. a drag queen, and how fun. Mm, no. Yeah, no, I think that it's is Alyssa. Alyssa Edwards. Yeah. Honestly, if this is Alyssa Edwards, um, if you want to come on the pod, please email us directly. At gayabetches.com. Oh, <laughs> if this is Alyssa... You do whatever you want, yeah, girl. I, <laughs> you can you, do no wrong. Yeah. Besides Literally. your Netflix show, you can do no wrong. <laughs> I People are not liking the Netflix show. It's not good. It's two different shows. I kind of liked it. Really? Well, I also was just talking about how much I um, like bad Netflix shows. But I loved Dance Moms went like for a few Same. years mm-hmm. and i love Alyssa edwards and i think it's just funny how like the episode where Alyssa makes them help her move like she makes uh-huh. the girl's moms help her move uh-huh. while sitting on a big throne uh-huh. I, I think just... it's sweet that she does this i like that she's like a famous drag queen and then she also like has, helps, a, dance has a dance studio she had the studio first but i mm-hmm. think but it's also does... pretty clear that she's never at the dance studio oh. was what i was gathering is that she only comes she once was for in the a shoots while. like when they were yeah. planning those shoots she was like i'll be there i think it's two different shows i think what they try to do is mash a docu follow into a dance moms type mm-hmm. show and i think it could be two different shows and i think that whenever they try and do those like cheesy scenes with her the weird and, like, the the wedding music thing, videos and the music videos <sighs> don't make as as someone who made a show that had weird music videos these are weirder and don't make any sense yeah. like these don't make any sense and make it clear that it's a music video yeah. right like i feel like a woman is like too spot on <laughs> it's too on the nose and like <laughs> i'm also like why are we do anyway it's i had high hopes for the show yeah. i love Alyssa so much and i think netflix does incredible makes incredible things so i wanted yeah. more and um so you're saying netflix is so incredible because netflix should just buy your podcast right oh yeah please honestly <laughs> you can buy us both yeah buy, buy us both everyone's beyond gay is <laughs> what it is. everyone's beyond gay <laughs> yeah i mean that kind of works we all play ghosts that i like also it go so, to gay club yeah so mike where can our listeners hear your podcast so it's on itunes or spotify or wherever you get podcasts and i say that because it's like in the copy that i say and yeah. i don't even know i'm not also i think it's important to say i'm not a podcast person yeah. like i i don't like love listening to podcasts i've listened to your guys and a couple others anyway so uh on those places and it's called beyond with my kelton and uh a big thing i've been saying to people recently is they'll dm me about like how it uh, touch them or like they related to it and i want to be like review it like write that in a review because i would really yeah. appreciate it and mm. if you're the kind of person it lets other people know that like they're also not crazy and <laughs> also if you rate, rate review, review subscribe, subscribe. Yes. 
Uh-huh. It like um, makes other people want to listen. So mm-hmm. if you and it bumps you up on the it, charts. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It has all those effects. It really helps. And then where where else can we find you? Like Instagram. What's your Instagram? What's your uh, my Instagram and my Twitter is both is both my name, Mike Kelton. M I K E K E L T O N. Wow. Well, conveniently not yeah. taken. Good for yeah. you. My name uh-huh. is Brian Smith, and I had to add a, my middle name because otherwise no one would ever be able to Google yeah. me. My name is Fat Carrie Bradshaw, so I was just blessed <laughs> to be born that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want us to answer your listener question, you can DM us at Everyone's Gay Pod, or you can email us at gay at betches.com. Bye. <laughs> that was a that it? Yeah, that was it. Well, because usually I repeat what you say, but I just made the decision to not repeat it today. <laughs> I'll okay. let you know that Chris has his mouth on the you microphone. Know that I do this I all do, the time. I do it too. You guys, I've been at like here, almost like an inch away, but there, you guys are both on Doesn't it. Doesn't it sound different? You know it what's sound weird beautiful. is that I don't uh-huh. know why I do it, but I do know that I do it. And right. I do, if I'm a guest on someone else's pod, I like do try it. not to do it really hard. But I end up doing it. But it I, does feel nice on my lips. I literally <laughs> start back here. I like I like start all the way back here. But then eventually I end up here because I like the sound of the whisper. Do you think oh. the audience has their earbuds on their mouth? <laughs> yeah. Our audience, the only audience we have just sucks on their earbuds. Yeah, they don't even listen. They hear it from the inside. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Okay, on that note. Uh, all right. All right. Bye. Batches.